Banana Laser is sponsored tonight by Hairless Pets. Try one. They're delicious. Earlier today at Banana Laser Studios. Hey, this studio is great, man. I can't believe how big it is. There's so many rooms. Shit, what? Wait a minute. What's through here? What the fuck? Who are you? Messenger of God. Okay. You're doomed if you stay here. Why would you say that, dude? We're just trying to do a show. This place is cursed. Cursed. Cursed? Like that shitty Craven movie? It's got a death curse. What? God sent me. That's it. Goodbye, Krusty dude. Get the fuck out of here. I got to warn you. You're doomed if you stay. We have a show to do, asshole. Go. No thanks. Go. No, thanks. Get out of here, asshole. We got a show to do, cursed or not. Yeah, don't let the door hit you in the vagina on the way out. <gasps> Holy shit! Can you believe that guy? Yeah, but do you think you might be telling the truth? Probably. I could have told you the show was cursed before we got here. We didn't need what clearly is a cabin in the woods ripoff to tell us that. You're right, dude. Let's go to work. If you're nasty, with me is, as always, is the handsome, beautiful, kissable, bangable Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? What is up, brother? You're way too kind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, fuck. Who wouldn't, you know? <laughs> this is Dave Z, and uh, fuck, we're going to put on a good show for you, so stick around. Indeed. Yep, and we'll be right back with some shit you guys are going to love. Alright, what's up fuckers? Banana Laser. We're going to talk about a movie today, Motel Hell from 1980. Classic in some people's eyes. Uh, tagline, it takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Hmm, intriguing <laughs> enough. Uh, Are you serious? That's really the tagline? <laughs> or did you yeah, just did you not know that? I didn't. I've seen that movie four times. Really? Uh, I've had the, the VHS and the DVD. I never knew that. I just thought you just made it up. <laughs> I wish I could make that. <laughs> that's gold. No, right? No, no, yeah, no. critters that, and fritters, sure. That's definitely the tagline. Um, I don't know what your history is. You said you've seen it four times, but this movie... Um, it's, I saw it first in like early 2000. It was one of those times where me and another friend who was into horror movies were just kind of, uh, going through the video store and looking at VHSs of all things. And it's like, Hey, you know, Hey, look at this motel hell. That seems interesting. And you flip, you flip the, uh, the box over and it's got, uh, a guy in overalls holding a chainsaw with the fucking, 
with a fucking pig head over yes. his head. And that's the only picture. I was like, dude, we don't have to read this. We're renting this, right? <laughs> that's the selling point right there. As soon as you see a pig head and a chainsaw, it's on. We were sold. And, yeah, yeah. And the whole time watching the movie, we're like, okay, when's the when's the chainsaw bit? Where, where's the pig head? Pig head! <laughs> I was just going to say, unfortunately, you had to wait till the freaking climax to get to something that great. Right. What's your, uh, when did you first see this? Well, like anything that was released in the 80s, I, I, I witnessed it right during the 80s, because you'll find out how fucked up I am. I, uh, at, at the tender age of 15, during the summertime especially, we were renting like two two or three horror movies a day from the from a mom-pop video shop. And uh, I, I spent the majority of my childhood just watching the entire fucking horror section of, of the video store. Like uh, me and my, you know, one or two friends would go. Like almost in the summertime, almost daily. And during the school, you know, during the school year, at least every Saturday, we would go there and uh, rent the shit out of everything that was horror. If we didn't watch it, or rent it, it was because it really looked really shitty, the box or whatever, but seriously, 90% of, of the stuff that was released on VHS in the 80s, I saw it, so this is just one of those. Yep, yep, uh, me as well. Um, so yeah, this this movie, Motel Hell, um, it centers around a brother-sister, uh, a couple of farmers, and they're pig farmers, and they essentially kidnap people uh, and bury them into the ground and fatten them up and harvest them for their meat, uh, which is a pretty interesting premise. Yeah. Um, this movie, I mean, with that with that kind of um, uh, storyline, it kind of shares elements to uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very much like that, and it was obviously influenced by it because – you know, at that time, what else had come out when 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 they're talking about cannibalism in, in that respect? Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this: We'll get into more of it later. But right off the bat, did you know that they were brother and sister right away? No, I had no idea, and it it wasn't until probably two thirds through the movie that they were brother and sister when the the love interest, if you will, comes in. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought the whole time it was like Ma and Pa Kettle. You yes. Know, doing shit. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I just wanted to make sure that you know that's that was the general consensus. Yeah, um, but going back to the Texas Chainsaw thing, I, I was reading online. Did you know that Toby Hooper was actually going to make this movie? No way, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was going to make it, um, but the studio, whatever studio was going to produce it, uh, thought you know it was too ridiculous of a movie to put out, and once they backed out, then he left. Wow, really? Yeah. So, and that kind of that that was kind of it became it was you could say that it was almost up his alley because what he did with TCM two and Eaten Alive mm-hmm. and, and you know shit like that it, it it's kind of similar. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Uh, it probably would have turned out a lot better. Uh, I mean, I I do like this film. I have to say, but it, it's obviously it's more of a comedy than than horror, don't you think? Yeah, I I don't know. If I would consider it comedy, because yeah, but there's no it, horror in this whatsoever. I mean, what's horrific? Just well, burying people, I guess. And that's the like, ideas are horrific. It's yeah. kidnapping and, and putting them in the in, in, into the ground and burying them and then selling them for meat. But I don't think it was it was slapstickish enough to and bottom, it wasn't funny enough to be considered comedy for yeah. me. I, I can't. I don't think I really laughed out loud except maybe one one line. You never did, because I, I fucking. 
Oh, dude. I laughed my ass off at this movie. I can't really? believe that you didn't laugh. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. It's a stupid pun, but there's one point in the movie where the van, the rock band, Ivan and the Terribles, is yeah. driving through. And they're smoking weed. And, oh, which, by the way, uh, did you notice that Cliff from Cheers is one of the guys in the band? Yes, I yeah. noticed that. Yeah. It's fucking tremendous. It, yes. It, it, I didn't know that it was him until they showed his head yeah, uh, right before the climax. So he was a member of the band, but I didn't notice him there. But I noticed him later on when they took the masks off and they gave him the hip, to, you know, yeah. when they were doing that shit. And I, I, I laughed at that. I'll tell you that much. That made me laugh. But, <laughs> but they're driving along the road and they're all smoking weed and the driver's like, Man, th- this red's kind of heavy. We need a place yeah. to crash. And then two sec, and not two seconds, they fucking crash. I'm like, come on. <laughs> that that that's a fucking stupid ass joke. But that's what this movie is. It's a bunch of fucking stupid ass jokes. Right. <laughs> and it was funny that it just happened to be right after that. Yeah. It reminds me of uh the Blues Brothers. You you a fan of the Blues Brothers? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know that scene in the Blues Brothers when they're driving? Yeah. And, and it's their first gig, and the guy happens to ask Jake. He's like, Jake, wh- where is this gig? And he, it just happens to be right then and there when he answers the question. He looks Good up old boys see, blues. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> Bob's Country Bunker. Here we are. He just yeah. happened to see it when that guy asked the question, you know? <laughs> no, we, we play two kinds of music, country and western. And western. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. But, that yeah, that was a funny, uh, you know, it was... I don't know if it was funny. It was just, you know, okay, the fact how, that it okay, how, how about this? The uh, So obviously they're in a motel, and uh, a, some of the patrons, they get com- it confused for, like, some kind of sex hotel or whatever. And these yeah. people are just ridiculous. I mean, one, they're ridiculous. They're freaks. Oh, the swingers? Oh, yes. fuck oh, them. Well, that segment's they're great. More, they're more than swingers. They fucking, I mean, at one point they're like, do you think they're into animals? Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> who, who wants to do that? That's true. I'll tell you, that bit, that 10-minute that segment, is, is that, for me, that's all the humor right there. They, they crammed it all in that spot, as far as I'm concerned. They were yeah. great. Yeah. yeah she's that's like, what I want to know. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, she, she was like, uh, uh, the female, she's like, you can bring your daughter if you want. And he's, just <laughs> like, he's like stone face. She's not my daughter. She's like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that chick yeah she was into everything because yeah. i mean okay about the swingers <laughs> i think it's kind of odd that girl must have been fucking as filthy as a person can be because take a look even if it was a swingers place and they were to go to a place like that who the fuck would want to get it on with 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 these two farmers this fat chick that this right. not not attractive fat girl and and this older you know, older farmer guy. Right. You think just he, because they're be... swingers that they're into it, they're just going to fuck them? I mean, what the? That girl was hot. I mean, for an 80s chick. Yeah. No, she was. Yeah. And they clearly were not. He was pushing 60. He had to be. <laughs> right. That she, fucking. She's, you know, is what she is. And, well, uh, uh, with that, did you recognize that actress uh, who played Farmer Vincent's uh, sister? I forget her name. Oh really? You can inform me on something I don't know. She, I forgot. I, Ida, that was her name. But yes, Ida. Ida. Have you seen Porky's? Yeah, of course. Oh, she she's Miss Bowbreaker, dude. Miss Bowbreaker. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! Wow. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I had no idea that, and I can completely see that now. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's crazy. That's like wow. 
Yeah, but one extreme to the other. And speaking of one extreme to the other, how about the fact that Cliff Clavin or the actor that played Cliff Clavin went full circle in his career? Because what do you mean he got buried up to his neck? (laughs) Cheers! I don't get it. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) That was good, but but I mean the roles he selected. This, to my knowledge, was his first role. Yeah, earliest that I've seen. You know what I mean? Now, what do you remember him for later on? You re- you may or may not know this. You may not have seen the movies, but I have House a two. The second story, I remember. Well, that was cool because that yeah. was a fucking a gimmick because they yeah. had Cliff in the one and Norm in the second, but or whichever way it was. Yeah. I know that. No, no, no. Have you seen him do anything recently? Now, the reason I know what this is because I have a seven-year-old daughter. Oh, well then, there's, no. There's I a, a Toy Story, I guess. Th- yes, Toy. <laughs> he plays the pig. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so he's he's come full circle. He started off in a movie that was, you know, featuring pigs, and in the end, he played a pig. <laughs> <laughs> With so, his vocal cords. Yeah, <laughs> correct, yes, yeah. using only his vocal cords. He had yeah. none, and then he had fucking, that's all he was using at the end of his career. Right. Yeah. And, and that's that's the other thing I want to talk about. Okay, so they're harvesting humans. They bury them up to their neck. And they, you know, do surgery on them. They, they clip their vocal cords. And at what point do you say, is this worth it? <laughs> you, <laughs> you have pigs there. How much work, how much more work is it to fucking harvest these humans? I mean, seriously, they're working like 100 <laughs> times harder. For what? There's no way, there's no way human meat tastes better than, than pork. That's a good point. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you eat pork, but I'm a chef, okay? Pig right. pig is a magical fucking animal. It's like <laughs> it's like a unicorn. I, <laughs> I don't know, fucked fucked a, a goat and then all of a sudden it birthed, you know, a pig. It, it's a delicious animal. There's no way. I've never had human meat, but there's no way that fucking human meat tastes better than pig. That's true, but I mean yeah, I, I never thought of it that way. I mean, when they're digging the holes to put the people in, I'm like, uh, okay, this is a lot of fucking work. I mean, you can't breed these humans. You can breed pigs at least. <laughs> oh, yeah, all day, all night, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's how you, that's, I never thought about it from that perspective, but yeah, that is a lot of fucking work. For, for beef jerky, that... <laughs> right, beef right? fucking jerky. Like, you could take the shittiest meat and make fucking beef jerky. Right? How much could he be making off... I mean, they're running a motel, and they're making... Uh, whatever. They're making a decent living. They're not living high on the hog, no pun intended. Yeah. Fucking, you know, they're doing their thing, and they live in the... You know, they run out of hotel. They're doing their... Like, Norman Bates style, almost. They're in their place, and... They're happy. They don't dress fancy. They're just a couple of farmers. So they're going through all that extra shit to sell some beef jerky. The thing, the thing is, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But the thing is, they they drop a few lines. It's like they they think they're doing God's work. I think mm-hmm. because they talk about cleansing. The, you know, the world is overpopulated, and right. and man's got to eat. They say, you know, meat's meat, and man's got to eat. That's yep, what that's they the say. line. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and so. You, you know, and there's a couple other things too. Like when this young girl was introduced, and uh, which we'll, we'll get back to her in a second because she just boggles my mind oh, why fuck. she's there. Right. But um, uh, she 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 wants to fuck this guy, which is insane. And <laughs> yes. he he instantly backs off and says, 
we should get married. First. Right, right. <laughs> so at, at this fucking guy's core, he has like some values of, um, y- y- you know, he's got values. He thinks he's doing God's work. He won't, but he won't have sex until he's married. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, this guy, this guy's so screwed up. I can't. He'll kill because right. because yeah. in his warped mind, meat's meat and man's got to eat. Like you said, he'll kill because you know. And he, you know, you notice he refers to them as his animals. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Doesn't he say the word animals, or is oh, it? Oh yeah, different... he does. Yeah. Okay, he goes. I, I feed my animals, or whatever he says about it. So he basically considers humans as just another animal, even though he's one of them. Uh, <laughs> right. Just another form of livestock, if you will, whatever. And I guess in his warped fucking mind, that's okay because you know he gives that speech at the end. Overpopulating and whatever I'm feeding people and right. and what have you, but he he is one of those guys. That, I don't know if that was uh like they were taking a jab at um the Bible Belt or religious freaks by by throwing that in there, saying okay we're gonna we're gonna look away from this, but over here wow you know don't have sex can't do that until you got a ring on your finger you can fucking whack people you know do all the shit not just whack them but torture them you know <laughs> think about what he's doing to these poor bastards. Right. You know, <laughs> but I guess it, I guess it makes sense to him. You know, sex is bad and, and violence is OK. And <laughs> maybe it was a political statement in 1980. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's some crazy politics. But maybe I'm looking too deep into it. I, I tend to do that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. In a movie called Motel Hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah. OK. I mean, the the main plot gets moved along whenever he picks up this uh, uh, this couple. Really, he uh, this couple on a on a motorcycle, and um, yeah, what's he do? He sabotages the motorcycle, and yeah, he guy, shoots it out, doesn't yeah. he? Okay, uh, it, it's not really clear in the beginning because I guess they want to be kind of vague with it. But right. e- either way, he takes the boyfriend or the guy or whoever it is. And and he, they bury him, but then they just kidnap the young girl. Like obviously he like you know has uh, affection or wants to bang her or something for her right off the bat. But the whole time she is there, I I'm I'm bashing my fucking fist up against my head. I'm like, why doesn't she leave? Why is she staying there? I do not fucking understand. How long would you stay there? days weeks i mean yeah hours. that's it yeah, yeah right fuck that she, she will not leave I, I don't fucking get it well first and foremost back to the boyfriend and, and with her being there i think she kind of is fucked up as it sounds because it makes zero sense that <laughs> all he does is tell her and the cop who's his brother and, and, and you know it, it works he fools his brother too he just says, oh, yeah, you know, the guy died and I buried her. I buried him, you know, the next morning by myself. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Oh. And nobody questions it. Yeah. Right? Well, I think they, they drop some line where it's like, well, it's legal. It is legal in this county. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Where do they live? Right. I hope it's not Missouri because <laughs> it's going to give me and my family a bad name. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Shit. <laughs> Right? But what a fucked up concept. I mean, and she, and the funny thing is the cop, you know, that's one thing that's his brother and he knows that his brother's kind of fucked up. And we, you find that out more as it goes on. Yeah. And he's fucked up himself, so whatever. But I mean, the girl, you know, if you were traveling with your girlfriend somewhere by bike and this was to happen, your girlfriend gets whacked, you know, somehow you fell asleep for whatever, and you wake up the next day and they say, oh, 
you know, uh, you, sorry, you know, your woman's passed, and um, I took liberty of burying her this morning. <laughs> right. You're just going to accept that? No. I would attack that motherfucker. <laughs> right? Who the fuck does that? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think she liked that, though. I think that she, because she's fucked up, obviously, because she falls for him. But, I mean, right. I think maybe that impressed her. Oh, this is a man. He's a good man. You know, he buried. Who fucking knows? I mean, <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. And that that definitely bothers me that, you know, that he just says, oh, yeah, well, I took the liberty of burying him this morning. It's legal and blah, blah, blah. And nobody fucking questions it. I mean, it, it's the girl's boyfriend. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's crazy. It's retarded. Really? Yeah. So, um, what did you think about the uh, uh, when uh, they finally start to harvest the meat and they fucking snap snap those guys' necks with the tractor? Ah. Uh, and, and they're and they're showing them like they're they're getting them high essentially off these spinning lights and stuff. What did you think about that? Well, it was pretty trippy, and yeah. and for the time I could see why they would do it. It was still 1980. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty trippy shit. I mean, that was one thing that was, you know, maybe they stole it from like the acid test or like from those, <laughs> those, those fucked up movies from the late sixties. You know, uh, those road trip movies or, or whatever. But <laughs> it was kind of weird that they put them on that thing and they hypnotized them. Right. Those colors and shit. It's sh like, why bother? It's like just right. kill them. Like you I don't... just fucking took the words out of my mouth. That, Why that goes, did they do that? That goes <laughs> back to my point of this is way too much fucking work. There's right. no way you guys are making <laughs> enough money off of this shit. Like what the fuck? But but then you know what you know what I thought about then, and this comes from my background as a chef, which which sucks to bring it up. No, it's <laughs> for, funny for this movie. It works. For Motel you know? Hell. Is that is that when they when they go to slaughter uh, cows, if if the cow realizes that he's about to die, which is why they always do it quick and with like you know uh, 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 like an air rifle or whatever they do, um, if the cow realizes it's going to die, it shocks it, it shocks the system and it sort of taints taints the meat in its body. And this is no bullshit. Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily make the meat bad. It's just it makes the meat tough, and it's just not the quality th that you want. And so that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, they're getting them high so they don't get that shock to the system when they kill them and snap their necks, and they preserve their <laughs> their fucking human meat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only thing I could piece together, and... Uh, well, that's more than I got. That's more than I got out of it. At least you had some type of background and you can have rationality with it some way because I had nothing. You know? I mean, nothing to work with. At the same time, when I thought that thought, I was like, I am, I'm thinking way too much about this fucking movie. Like, <laughs> like, this that's because you, you had the show coming up. So, yeah. You, know? yeah. you watch movies differently when you know you got a show coming up. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> But um wow, fuck! I, I never thought about any of that stuff. <laughs> no, that's yeah. incredible, really. It, it's you know, you got me thinking about a whole different perspective of this. <laughs> film, you know, because really, yeah. what you said makes perfect sense. But you as know, far as the money, I we, mean, that's ridiculous. We don't want to give it, you know, too much credit. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure nobody was thinking about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, that's why you got a show and they don't. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the uh 
you know, and then uh, towards the end of the movie, you know, his brother starts to figure it out and all that shit. But and and they end up having the the chainsaw fight I was talking about, which was cool. But sure. what I really liked about watching it this time was the the fact that the people got away, they got out of their graves, so to speak, and then they they started attacking uh, Ida. Um, but I got a serious zombie vibe <laughs> off of them when they did that because they were like clawing at her and they couldn't yes. talk they were just growling i'm like this is a zombie movie now like what yeah the fuck? that's awesome i never even thought about that before yeah no shit i never thought about that either until you just said it <laughs> wow yeah well, like that... for like five minutes it turns into a zombie movie They're right and they start clawing at her and i guess eventually they kill her i really don't remember but well yeah i guess that's the way they left it it's not really said they just kind of uh you know covered her up and that was the end of it i guess we're just to assume that they, they ripped her apart or something Right. But who the fuck was she to think that she could take on, what was it, four or five of them? Whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Three or four, whatever. Who was she to think she could take them on solely because they didn't have any vocal cords? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that <laughs> that, that uh, vocal cords are proven to be the uh, the, the strength in humans because they just, you know, scream and that's where they get the power from. <laughs> I mean, shit, this girl had a freaking, a pretty strong ego. Maybe she thought of them as, as uh meat or animals so maybe that was in her head i don't know and and she's an insane person well right yeah, right so, so there you go but <laughs> the uh so they have the chainsaw fight and i'm wondering why i mean don't get me wrong the the, the pig head is why oh, i rented this movie in the, in the first place <laughs> right. but it's not like He's your brother. He are, he knows it's you. Why is he trying to hide from him as he attacks him with a chainsaw? I don't fucking understand. Makes no sense. Right, and by that time, he knew that his brother was onto him because, remember, he heard him talking to the girl saying, blah, 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 he's crazy, come with me. Right. And then, remember, he, remember he confronts him and he, he pulls a gun on him at one point. Yeah, yeah. He, he so, knew it was him. So Yeah, so they had already had their, their little altercation. So he knew that his brother... Well, it, you know, had figured him out. Right. So it makes even less sense. Why put the fucking, why put the pig mask, except for us, you know, because it sold the movie and it was cool. Absolutely. It sold the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It, it, it worked, worked on me. I'm assuming it worked on you. So, yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I yeah. mean, that's, that's what it's, this, to me, this, there's two things this movie is known for. Burying the people and cutting out their vocal cords because that hadn't been done before. And it was kind of cool. And the noise they make is, is outstanding. And I've never <laughs> seen that noise anywhere else in any other movie. And, and I right. can't even begin to reproduce it myself. So, right? <laughs> you know, I can't, I won't even try. Because I'm okay <laughs> at making noises. But that noise, it was more like, it was deeper than just a, it was more right. like a, I, I don't know. But it, <laughs> it was tremendous. It was great sound effects. Yeah, whatever they good. did. I, I, that's what it's known for to me. That and the, the scene at the end, pig mask chainsaw, which, you know. I mean that's cool. Sure, they were catching in on on, on the on the Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. craze, Absolutely. I suppose, you know. But yeah. that's what sold, uh, and it was cool because it was a a classic clash of the good guy and the bad guy, and the damsel in distress slowly uh, going toward towards her end. And they have to not only did did he have to beat the bad guy, he had to do it in a timely fashion. It's like a, the pit in the pendulum, you know, the mm-hmm. old classic tale. Wow, no, you're giving this way too much credit. 
<laughs> well, give me time. I'll rip on it some more because there's, there's a bunch of moments that I'm like scratching my head about that I haven't even discussed. So uh, okay, <laughs> such as oh fuck. Well, well, here's a cool moment. First of all, I don't know if you noticed this, but when he first brings her home, the girl, which I forget her name, the the blonde girl, when he first brings her home and they lay her down in the bed, there's a lamp in, in the bedroom, and it looks 100 percent like a bong. What? And not only does the lamp look just like a bong, <laughs> but that same bong shows up in Ivan and the Terrible's van, and they're smoking out of it. Oh, <laughs> that's just bad props. <laughs> yeah, but was it done? <laughs> was it done intentionally, though? Uh, I'm willing to bet that it was. I mean, they—I think they knew who their audience was. <laughs> oh, this. right, right. <laughs> but I never noticed that till this last viewing. Yeah, I, I did never... not notice that either. Now you might go back and look at it if you decide to watch this again. But oh, oh I'll watch it again. I mean, maybe I'll watch not, it again too. Yeah, yeah not definitely. not right away. Maybe in a year or two. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one moment, but that's not a what you know. That's not like a head scratcher. But, but right. you might have some. Go ahead, shit. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think this whole movie can be classified as that. What what I <laughs> what I want to talk about is though, uh, at the end. So. The the brother essentially uh, uh, kills kills Vincent or whatever, and then he's lying there dying. He's bleeding out, <laughs> and he's getting ready to give his last words. Yep. And, and what does he say to his fucking brother? Is yep. I use preservatives. Like yeah. that just sums up this fucking movie. <laughs> yes, it does. In, yeah. In one fucking line. It's like that's how fucking retarded this movie is. Well, you think it's gonna be a tender moment. He's like, like, like he, you know, he came to a realization that what he had done was wrong, and he's, you know, he's about to to meet death and whatever. He's trying to make amends for any sins he had or whatever. Some dramatic, beautiful moment, <laughs> you know, a moment of clarity in this guy's life. Nope. He's like, my whole life was a lie. He says, my whole life was a lie, and they're playing up on it. And I'm thinking, wow, this guy, you know, the first time I saw it, you know, this guy's really. Uh, He's coming clean, poor bastard. It's, this is getting a little dramatic for a horror movie. And then he fucking comes up with a line, I use preservatives. <laughs> That's like, hysterical. I mean, well, I'm glad they did it because if, yeah. like, if, like you said, if they tried to put in an actual tender moment, then that would just, you know, that would ruin the movie. It's like, I agree. That's totally out of the vein, the movie. So Yeah, yeah, it worked. It definitely worked, and it... it, it you know, it's one of those situations where, where the movie knows what it is right. and it has fun with the audience. Yeah, ultimately, you know, I, I enjoyed the movie back then and I still enjoy it now. I mean, we watched this the other night and I was, uh, you know, I was laughing the whole time. So uh, I, I think it's a it's a fun movie and I definitely think it's just a comedy. You know, there's not, not, nothing horrific really at all. Uh, it's just, just something to put on and laugh at really. Oh yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun, and th- there's some good lines in it too. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, how, how about the whole thing with Wolfman Jack? That, 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 <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think with that whole interaction with him, uh, it made me think that uh, this movie was sponsored by Hustler Magazine or something because that kept <laughs> popping up. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, there was that one little placement. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it was past. It, it was kind of weird. It was like a. Like an interlude, it was like between first, first the guys there, and and Wolfman Jack is supposed to be the reverend, and he sees that the cop is reading the magazine, and then of course he confiscates it, say I, I have to dispose of this trash. <laughs> right. You know, and of yeah. course he keeps it. Maybe once again, maybe it's political. Who knows? <laughs> maybe the guys that wrote it 
had really good intentions. And, you know, who knows? But mm-hmm. <laughs> So we did that. And the very next scene, the cop comes to the house. And the girl of all, Ida, the, the fat farmer chick, she's sitting there. And she's reading Hustler. And then the right. cop says, tells her, oh, you, you guys are disgusting. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. So everybody's judging everybody, yet... Everybody's reading Hustler at the, at the same time, so they're all just you know they're all just faking it. It's fucking... Yeah, exactly. I think that's funny, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, let's uh, let's uh, give our let's give some ratings, I guess. Um, um, out of the uh, out of five, the uh, the Netflix rating. What, what would you give Motel? Out of five, I I will go with uh, two point five. Really? Yeah, I, I liked. I don't want to say I didn't like it, and I don't want to say I liked it. I, I don't know. It's just two point five seems to work. It's right in the middle for me. It's something I'll watch occasionally. But um, you know, although after talking about it today, uh, the humor may boost it up a little bit. But but I'll stick. I'll, I'll stick with the two point five, two and a half. Uh, all right, I give it a three and a half. I think I, huh? I really like this movie. I don't want to say I loved it, but it had a lot of good shit in it uh, that I thought was hilarious. It's got a chainsaw fight. I mean, that's nice. <laughs> you know, any movie with a chainsaw fight, I'm gonna love. You know, Chainsaw Two, or well, really, that's the only other one that I'm, I know of. But true, but it's good also. Right, right. Alright, so, uh, well, that was uh, Motel Hell, and we'll be right back with something else. money could buy. And you got nothing to worry about. We're gonna get the job done. Might talk a lot of shit, but we'll get the job done. Alright, fuckers, we are back. Uh, and we got a little, another classic movie this time from 1981. This time, it was directed by Toby Hooper. Uh, and the movie is Funhouse. Uh, one of the taglines is, pay to get in ready to get out um this was actually a first time um first time viewing for me uh, uh mr z suggested this movie and and i thought it was pretty good uh dave you seen this movie a lot yeah yeah i've seen it honestly i probably have seen it four times just like with motel hell but really? i uh enjoyed it you know what sometimes i i like a movie so much and if it has uh, a little bit of an, uh, an effect on me mm-hmm like nothing really scares me as with most horror fans but it, c- certain elements of this movie scare me so really? i can yeah 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 i yeah uh, did you see so, it at a young age 
No, I honestly I didn't even I didn't even see it in the eighties. I didn't see this movie until I was grown and I'd bought the DVD probably like ten years ago or so. Somehow sure. this is one of the few that eluded me, and I bought it and um, I bought the DVD blindly, and um, certain elements kind of creep me out a little bit. And because I like it so much, I, I, I reserve it for you know special occasions or just not so often because I don't want to overkill it. Really. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't think <laughs> it's fantastic crazy. or out of this world, but just because me, it's it, it spooks me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, everybody's different. Some, some, you know, like my my wife midgets, you know, freak her out. And, and well, you know, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, all on. right, it doesn't. They don't bother <laughs> me so much. <laughs> but you know, everybody's got their shit. And, and for me, I I have a little bit of a phobia of um, you know, like, like free, freaks. Freaks and oh, things like okay. that, deformities. I wish I didn't because I, I don't know if I sound like an asshole, but it just. No, no, that makes sense. It have just. You seen, have you seen Freaks though, from like 1930? N- well, there you go. I won't watch it. Really? Yeah, it would. I think it would just freak me out a little too much. Really? I I could not have been more bored. I mean, it's a movie from the 30s, but. But I know what it is. I know all oh. about it. Some people, it's like a cult classic, and yeah. some people swear by it. But me, I. You know, it's it's definitely not for me. Yeah, huh? See, that just didn't really. Uh, uh, I like this movie; it was okay, but uh, nothing was really got that emotion out of me. I wasn't ever. Yeah, I didn't get any emotions out of it, really. You know, I was just kind of like, hmm, yeah, that that was a fun little movie, but it wasn't like nothing really. Sh- nothing really stayed with me. So I'm glad that you had that experience. Yeah, just because uh, it's just what personally scares you. I mean, you know, I, I know somebody that they're scared of zombie movies, like, big time. They love them, but they're scared of them because they believe that zombies could happen. Where I, I don't believe it could happen, right. and, and they don't scare me. I love them, some of them, you know, our Romero's and, and what, a handful of them. But, um, but like me, like the Paranormal Activity and some other shit that kind of speaks to me a little bit because me personally, I believe that that could happen. But this person that, that is scared of zombie movies looks at a movie like Paranormal Activity and says, piece of shit, I don't believe in ghosts or anything like that. So it does nothing for me. So I just think it's, you know, whatever scares a person in particular just might speak to them, you know? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I guess that's why I gravitate towards slashers the most because you know right uh, as far as the fan you know i love fantasy and all that stuff but that's is what it is to me it's fantasy i don't, I don't really believe that that ghosts exist or uh you know anything supernatural really exists in a in a malicious way so uh you know a guy with a knife or just a, your neighbor trying to kill you uh like an american psycho or something like that, that that's right. what freaks me out well, that's a fact. Yeah, that happens all the time, and, and we know it. So slashers, slashers are slashers. And, and you know, a, a guy coming at you with an axe or a machete or a knife, whatever, we know that shit happens. Right. And, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So this movie, um, uh, it opens up, and obviously this movie has got, you know, uh, the location is a carnival and stuff. And just right off the bat, I really liked the the music selection and the yes. um uh the, the the way the the, the credits you know yes. the credit, credits play out to me that is the strongest thing for any movie it's like if you have shitty 
credit sequence at the beginning of your movie, fuck you. Because right. you got to put, I mean, some people, some people just tack that shit onto a movie, mm-hmm. but that shit is what sucks you into the movie. And, uh, when they have something this good that has the music and, and all the elements and the cool titles and stuff like that, I was, I was getting really sucked in at first. I was, and, and especially because, uh, it's summer and right now, there's actually a carnival up the street from my house right now. <laughs> right. We had one last week. So, yeah. right, I hear you. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so that was cool. Then the opening scene, you know, I had no idea where this movie was going. Then the opening scene happens, and it's like a uh, a Halloween rip, I guess. Yes, right? Yeah. And, and that I, I really enjoyed, too. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, so, something weird about it, though, that made me scratch my head was, uh, uh, okay, you got the POV of supposedly the villain, and right. he's he's looking around the room, and you're wondering, okay, is this his room? Is this someone else's room? But there's all these weapons on the wall, like a knife, a fucking you know, cat of nine tails, and some fucking mallets. Like, who has this shit on their fucking wall? <laughs> I didn't notice that. No shit. Yeah, because he goes for the knife that's hanging on the wall. There's a bunch of weapons. What the fuck? Exactly. See, I love that he did that. Because as soon as he puts the mask on and you see the POV through the mask, that that's only been done in one other movie, and we know what movie that is. Right. So I was looking at that. I'm like, wow, that's kind of interesting. And for whatever reason, it didn't resonate with me that he, that he chose a knife out of all that shit. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah. And and so the the whole thing's happening, and I'm like, well, who is living here? Because uh, you know, it shows the girl taking a shower, and it's like, okay, uh, clearly she lives there, so it's her room. I'm like, what the? F-? I I I was kind of lost. It was a cool <laughs> scene, you know. Uh, obviously, it turns out to be a ruse, and and you can guess that it's this young boy's room, and he loves horror movies or whatnot and he's collecting all these weapons right he's just like cool. he's 10 years old right <laughs> right it's a little what, young what right. parents in their right mind is going to let them do that and hang <laughs> weapons on the wall fake or not like right. oh my god that's true and that little bastard gets scared by everything the whole rest of the yes, movie exactly. on top of it right exactly. you would think that if he was you know accustomed to horror and he was into all that shit he would have you know a little bit of better of a constitution figure when things were that, you know, aren't really that scary or scaring the shit out of them, of the whole movie. You know? <laughs> and and I, I don't know about you. I mean, I had an older sister, and I would be all for scaring the shit out of her. <laughs> but but busting in while she's in the shower and seeing what her naked fuck? would not right. be at the top of that list, dude. No. No, <laughs> I, I don't think that would I would not want to see my siblings nude in any kind of fashion. No, I don't think that would fly <laughs> at all. No, with any sibling. No, that's crazy. I mean, with any family member, for that matter, you know? Yeah, Please. exactly. It's ridiculous. But let me add on to what you said about the opening sequence because it really impacted me greatly and because it sets the pace right off the bat with that scary-ass carnival music and the way they were showing the different, uh, you know, the things that, that we're going to see later on through through the fun house. Right. And it really sets the pace. And right off the bat, it, it, it's it's unnerving for me. You know, it's because that type of shit, you know, it for me personally, it's a little bit creepy. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I like is that right off the bat they do that, and that that's a strong introduction. Then we go into that kid, like you said, in the Halloween knockoff and that. But, 
which is crazy that I never noticed that about the weapons. But yeah. now I, maybe yeah. fucking, uh, shit. Wait, so was that his bedroom or was it a room that we were not sure it, of? It, it's never, I, it has to be. I mean, okay, never, all right, I'm never, not positive. It's okay. never blatantly said, but right. I mean, if it was anybody else in that family, then you know that's that's a fucked up family. Maybe it's the swingers from uh, Motel Hell. Maybe it's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're into self mutilation as well. <laughs> Why not those fuckers? You know. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, here's you know here's something about that scene. As fucked up as that is, this is a little off topic, but can you think of any other movie where the heroine? You know, the last girl at the end, who also is, is supposed to be a virgin, by the way, mm-hmm. right. is shown tits, is shown oh, yeah. naked in the first five minutes of the movie. Yep, before she probably says a word, yeah. No, yeah. That, that, that is definitely uh, different. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with that, I mean, that scene really has got nothing to do with the rest of the movie at all. But so I kind of think that they maybe, you know, had a cut of the movie and was like, well, nothing happens in this movie for 50 minutes. So we kind of got to do something. So I think that's why I think maybe they filmed that last and just tacked it on. That's, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. I don't know. I think it doesn't it, really fit with the rest of the movie. It doesn't fit except for the fact that I think it could be one of two things. It might have just been like uh a spoof of Halloween, not a spoof, but just like to to throw you off guard that, you know, this looks like a slasher at first, but right. a different type of slasher, I should, I should say. And we're, we're going to put you through the, the, with the POV and, and whatever else, making it think that it's this type of movie or it's just going to be a straight hack and slash mm-hmm. shower scene, whatever, just to fuck with the audience a little bit. But maybe not just that, but what happens is remember how angry she gets at him mm-hmm. and, she, and, and they, they bring it back later on in the movie. When she says, I'm going to get back, you know, back at you if it's the last thing I do. I'll never forgive you. Something like that. And they even play it back later. I think they threw it in there because he had a chance to save his sister when she knew she was in there. And he didn't open his mouth. And I think they showed that he was thinking that. And he was like, well, you know what? Fuck her. And then later on, remember she phoned home and she said something. Oh, tell uh, whatever his name is that um that the movie was great because she knew that he was that she was really going to the fun house. So I think they were because they you know they had to put him there for for the plot for whatever reason that's just the way the movie was written. Mm-hmm. They had him going there, but wasn't there a point in the movie where he could have opened his mouth and said, "Hey, uh, my sister and her friends went in that fun house and never came out," and he doesn't say a fucking word. Huh. I. Don't know. I don't know the the point that you're talking about. Really? But, but yeah, no, no, no. See, you remember the, when when they're playing that back when he's when when they actually you hear the girl's voice. He's like um, reminiscing about earlier in the movie. I'll never, no, no, no. And she's like giving him the business and talking shit about how she's never gonna forgive him. And I'll get back with you if it's the last thing I do. Blah blah no. blah. Because remember how the cat had his tongue later on when he freaked out, and his parents came and picked him up later on in the movie. Right. Man, he didn't say I'm... a word. He didn't say one word to his parents or that guy. Hey, my sister's in there with his friends. That's the reason right. I'm here to begin oh, with. Yeah, I yeah, followed yeah. them here. Right. He doesn't say shit. And That's the reason right. is, okay. yeah, he's basically saying, well, you, you know, you're, you're treating me like shit because of the print. Well, fuck you. Stay in the place. Right. Huh. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm thinking too deeply again, but that, that's what I got out of it. <laughs> no, no. That I mean, that makes that makes sense. I mean, 
I, I didn't catch on to that really just because I, I mean, I was kind of bored throughout this movie. I mean, it had. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, there was some cool stuff that I liked, but it was like, you know, mostly I, I like the atmosphere. I like the location, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, I was just kind of bored. It felt like nothing was really happening for a while. And um, uh, even when, like, the villain or villains, I guess you could say, are introduced, I mean, that was kind of shocking. You know, I wasn't really expecting that. Right, um, right. Uh, but after that, it they weren't, like, shocking to me anymore. They just seemed like, oh, it's a guy, uh, you know, with a weird mask on. You know, <laughs> I mean, he was he looked so crazy that I was like, there's no way. I mean, how was this guy birthed? You know, the uh, yeah. I mean, did he have a name or anything like that? It, I don't think he had a name, but I hear what you're saying. It, it looks too far yeah. from human to right. be real. Like he was wearing the Frankenstein mask earlier. and It was almost like he just had another mask on because it was so far fetched right. from humanity. You know, big, what, the makeup effects weren't top-notch, un- unfortunately. I mean, no, I, I thought it looked great, but it's just like, you know, because this movie was like, the, the whole movie felt like, okay, it's it, it felt like more of a slasher movie. But then you right. introduce this fucking weird, almost supernatural thing with, with this character, the villain, and he's like some weird deformed thing, but he's so outrageously done that it, it just kind of took me out of it. I mean, it was shocking at first, but... but well, you uh, know what he is. He's the same thing. Remember when they went into that uh, that little display, the four, uh, you know, the four teenagers, and they saw that one thing in the... Oh, the, like, embryo or, or baby? Yeah, or it was an embryo. It was a two-faced child, you know, a child with two oh. faces that didn't survive. This, you know, whatever his name is, what, I, think, I, think, I think he's just credited as monster in the title. The oh, monster... Okay is the same thing. And it took me, I think, a second view to really see what it is. And it's basically just somebody with two faces, like a carnival, a circus freak. Yeah, see, you know what? The first time I saw it, I didn't didn't really catch on that either. But if you look at him now, go back and watch it. You'll see he is a a two-faced, you know, uh, being. He's he's a a deformed thing, a circus freak. A conjoined twin. In a matter of speaking, yes, and uh, the way they allude to it later that the other one is his brother, the the one that's on display in the thing, and I think uh. that one twin survived and one didn't. Now was his mother that fucked up? <laughs> was she one also? I don't know because they don't really allude to it. He she, just says she's not there, right? I mean, there's no, no mother there, right? No, he mentions her. He goes, "Ever since your mother," and then that's the end of it. Uh, I don't know if you're supposed to say died, took off on us, or whatever, but he does mention it. And, uh, yeah, he's just a two-faced freak. He's just uh, someone that was born with two faces, and, and they're kind of stuck together. And like I said, that's why I said the makeup isn't very good, because upon my first view, I didn't catch on to that either. Yeah, no, but it then, just looked like he had a crazy face. Yeah, right, and the hair doesn't make it any better. They should have gave him more normal hair, because it looks a little too extreme that he has that fucking crazy spiked white hair. It was almost like the, a Michael Myers mask, but instead of having dark hair, it's white. You know, it was just, in the later films, I mean, just it was just too... Yeah, a little too outlandish. And then they showed his hands, and they look fucked up too. But I, I, I don't think the makeup effects, you know, there wasn't the budget didn't go into the makeup. And it, maybe if it would have, and they would, it would have looked a little more, you know, 
you know, they made him drool a lot. They showed his nasty teeth, and <laughs> right. he was always drooling and shit, you know? Uh, that was pretty good. I like that part of it. Yeah, I, I liked it, too, and it made him even more scary. See, So I look at that guy as, you know, as a freak, someone that was born with two, like a conjoined twin type thing, where they have two faces. That, to me, is fucking scary. If I had one of those things chasing me, just to see one would be scary. But one yeah. chasing me that wants to end my life and it's already whacked my, my friends, That that's why it scares the shit out of me. I, I'm not... Freaks, that, that that type of shit doesn't sit well with me, man. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> All right, I know how to get it, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just I'll, there's a couple of things you can bring up right now. There you uh, go. I'm gonna send you some weird photographs or something. <laughs> <laughs> like in Fuck. the middle of the night, probably. Oh, that's all. That's all. Keep me up all fucking night, why don't you? Right. <laughs> I, and and it also had the uh, the the uh, you know with the animals and stuff. It, it had a two-headed cow, and that was like a real cow too. So, yeah, all that yeah. shit was real, I believe. Yeah. yeah, it seemed pretty real to me. I, I couldn't see him putting like a prosthetic on a cow. They probably right. just put a put a, a weird casting call out for anybody who had a two headed <laughs> cow. And I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Oh. oh yeah, that's where the budget went. They had to hunt down two headed cows, yeah. a fucking sheep with an extra horn, you know. <laughs> Tobey Hooper. They freaking they tracked them down. Fuck. Okay, let's go out and get as many freak animals as we can, and we'll skimp a little bit on the in the makeup department. <laughs> yeah. So these kids, I mean, the whole, the the whole reason they're in peril is that they, they decide to stay the night in the funhouse because, uh, one one of the guy's friends did it one time. Like, who would fucking do that? I'm not staying the night anywhere. Are you kidding me? I might hang out there for a little bit, but stay the entire night. Get the fuck out of here. Would you do that? No, but they're fucking teenagers and they're trying to get laid and they're all high. Even at, <laughs> you know, think about it. they're smoking weed the whole. They're, they're smoking a joint on the way to the fucking place. They get there and they smoke another one. Then this girl who's supposedly a virgin, all of a sudden turns slutty in a matter of, of, of half an hour. First, first she tells the girl, you know, what, what are you saving it for? Next thing you know, she has her clothes off in the funhouse when they decide to stay there before the other one does. Hey, and by fun, the way, it's a fun place. Yeah, it is a fun house. So, you know, they're they're teens. Think about it. Think about all the shit that went on in that movie, even prior to them getting in the fun house. There was a lot of shit that went down, and they're doing this and that, and they go and see the the palm reader, and they go look at the peep show, and they got all that shit going on. Oh, there's so much shit that went on. Okay, have you ever been to a fucking carnival where there's strippers? I mean, come on. This is 1981. I mean, we were alive then. <laughs> was there ever a tent that we couldn't go in because, hey, no, that's, just, a, that's a strip show. What the nope, fuck? Just a fucking beer tent. That was it. Yeah. That's all I knew. We can't go to the beer tent. I never uh, knew anything about anybody shaking ass, and I never heard a guy you know, with a microphone saying, uh, what the fuck was that guy saying? They wiggle and they dance. They right, wiggle and yeah. they dance. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have found a if, if that was at the carnival down the street right now, yeah, yeah, I'd be there in two seconds. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Jeez. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and of course, the guy says, oh, yeah, they always have holes back here, he said. So, right. And then there was like, no hole, and he takes a switchblade out, cuts a hole in the thing, and he freaking, they beat their eye in there, and they look at these freaking, you know, girls shaking their tits on stage. Right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Maybe that's, maybe that's what put her in the mood. You yeah, know. that's a little weed, freaking naked girls dancing around. You know, the girl had her ear. This guy was kind of a bad boy type. Fucking, that's all it took. She got wet, and then there, there you have it. A, a, a little weed. These guys reminded me 
<laughs> me like 10 years ago. It's like, uh, I, I'll, I'll be there in a minute. I have to keep continually get high. Like, I'll be late. I'll be two hours late because, no, I have to smoke more weed. I have to be as high as I possibly can. That's what that reminded me of. It was great because they were smoking everywhere. They smoke in the car on the way. And then, remember, they're, they're smoking right outside the tent. Yeah. It's yeah. freaking right where the girls are dancing, and that and one bum sees them and starts talking shit to them, and then they send him on his way. But, I mean, they were fucking, you know, they were hardcore smoking. That reminds me of me, too. Same shit, you know? <laughs> and it's great. You got two guys and two girls, and you're out on a date, and you're fucking, you're getting baked. And, and the one girl, you know, they're, they're both pretty good-looking girls, once again, for yeah. an 80s movie. They're, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, they're, 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 you know, they're hot chicks, and freaking, you know, the night takes uh takes a, a certain trajectory and these guys are thinking hey we're both gonna get laid here let's fucking let's you know. stay the night in the fun house yeah <laughs> let's fuck f- right <laughs> forget about a motel right yeah <laughs> i think i would have worked something else out i mean uh, just any anything i think maybe stay in the cow tent i don't know there's probably at least you know, hay to go away on or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anything. You're right. That's true. But, you know, think about it. You're high and you're a teenager and you got the and you and your buddy are there and you got these two chicks. You know, the idea comes up. You know what? This place is fucking whacked out. We're high as hell. Could you imagine just getting it on in the final? Maybe not staying there the whole night. But, right. yeah. you know, throwing the girl down over here and freaking getting it on in the fun house. Tell me that's not a fun idea. Right. Shit. Uh, so. Speaking of the actual fun house, though, uh, I want. I wanted to go on that ride the whole oh, time. I, I love show. I, I love going to haunted houses. I love fucking you know weird corny shit like that where stuff's popping out out at you and 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 going and all that shit. Right. I love that shit. Oh, I think it was great. I don't even think it was corny. I think it freaking it was genuinely for especially for a little thing like that, a little you know county fair that comes in and, and, right. and rolls out. I thought it was quality. I mean, but once again, I think the budget went on that shit because. Right. That was some cool shit. I'd yeah. love to go on that ride. I mean, they had all kinds of stuff. They had music, and they had the steam blasting, and, and, and things coming up and down. And, and That thing had two floors, okay? Two floors. What car- traveling carnival do you know where a ride has got two floors like that? The ride had two floors? Really? Well, well no. Like, the whenever the kids are in the funhouse, and they first learn about the, 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 the deformed kid and his father... They're up above them. Uh, they're like a floor above them, and they're listening to their conversation. Well, that's where they live. Yeah, that that's they, those guys live below. Because you got to think about it. Later on in the climax, um, that's where all the mechanics and shit are. Because they show the stuff coming down before it goes up. Right. They show all the you know the mechanical shit going on below. So I, I honestly. You would think that there has to be a below if there's an above for right. for shit like that. Things are popping up, and it's all type of, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that would be normal. I don't think the ride went on two floors. I mean, shit, that'd be great if it did, <laughs> yeah, you know. Geez. It takes seven semis to fucking carry this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> right? But don't you think it's a scary situation for them to be in when those kids are in there? And, and they see what, first of all, they see, you know, first they go to the palm reader, and they're fucking high. And they laugh about it, you know, and then they get kicked out of the place. And yeah, yeah, she the fortune teller. Yeah, she scared me more than anything. She had those bug eyes, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of scary. Absolutely. Yeah. And they did that. And then later on, of all things, they just happen to see the light go on, and they look under, you know, between the little, uh, 
you know, the little bit of space they have to look in the floor below, mm -hmm. they see this freaking Frankenstein monster, who doesn't really say a word, paying, <laughs> of all people, the fortune teller for sex. This whole fucking hag, you know? <laughs> I don't know if you constitute that as sex. I mean, maybe it oh, is. She, he paid $100 for a two-second hand job. I mean, it was – wham, bam doesn't even constitute Right. It. That was I like, Did he get a hand shit. job? Well, she stood up and started wiping her hand off. <laughs> oh, I never caught that. I just thought they freaking – they got his pants down. And pfft, there you go. That was the end of it. I just don't think she got too excited. You know? I think I, maybe she didn't touch him. Maybe she just got really close. But either way, it was not worth $100. She robbed that motherfucker. No, I hear you. Well, the poor bastard. It was probably the only fucking time he ever had any type of connection with a female. And, yeah, that's you know, true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that part, for me, is realistic. Think about it. I mean, that probably would happen. You know, even uh, if it was some yep. old hag, some 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 a woman's gonna touch my cock for the first time. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm probably gonna blow it really quick. You right. know, <laughs> it's, it's par for the course. You know, face it. <laughs> uh, Hundred dollars though. I've... Oh, ridiculous! Yeah, because yeah, but then, well, guess what? The hundred dollars was obviously too steep because she gave her life for it. The fucker yep. got pissed off and. That's yeah, what they witnessed. Murder. That's, that's right. What happened? He would just threw her into something and she died. Electricity. She got, she got electrocuted. It was one of those things. Yes, know. it was electric. And because that happened, he threw her into the freaking whatever, the circuit breaker or whatever you want to call it. And then uh, everything went crazy. She got shocked. The fucking lights went on and off up, upstairs in the fun house and shit got crazy. And somehow she got shocked with that. It was like a Halloween 6 when fucking Michael threw that, that guy in the oh. freaking... And his head you know? exploded, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, except it didn't go to that extreme. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But similar thing. Threw him into the thing. And, uh, yeah, shit fucking got crazy. She blew, and, and that was that. Hmm. And that's what these, these kids witnessed. That's kind of scary. That, shit. Yep, that started their downfall. Now, really, at, at the, and then, the you know, the father comes in. He sees everything that happens, and eventually... The, the 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 monster I guess is, is his name gets unmasked and I you know like I said that kind of took me back but then ev everything after that I kind of I just kind of spaced out on this movie it was like the setup I felt was pretty good and then once the action actually started happening was when I kind of started to tune out I give you that it, w it was very run of the mill it, it as like, far as it's concerned, I, I, I don't know. I happened. couldn't tell you how anybody died except for the first kid with the glasses. Uh, they dropped down that noose and hung him. After that, Which, I, I have no idea how anybody dies. Now, how the fuck? First of all, that that with that noose dropping down, how far fetched is that? That they're gonna drop that noose in that little spot, right. get it around his neck, and pull him up that quick? You know how impossible that would be to do. Right. Well, I mean, I mean the. the the monster guy, he's got freak strength. You know, he's got the retard strength. <laughs> he's got he's got the Victor Crowley strength, dude. He's got Victor Crowley strength, and I, he has freaking aim like nobody I've ever seen because he drops the noose down, it wraps perfectly around his neck, and it's tightened, and they pull him right up. Mm -hmm. I mean, shit. And it's so, so, hey, later. I'll tell you what. that's I guess that's pretty badass that he did that. But it's cool that they brought him back later. Remember they brought him back later, and he was on the – he had the uh, fucking – 
Yeah, that not. I don't. <laughs> yeah, because here's what happened. He actually gets killed. He's still alive after that little hanging sequence. He doesn't get hanged to death. He gets put on the ride, and and the kids think that the monster or someone else is coming at them, oh, and he's on the gee. carriage, and they oh, put an axe in his right. head. Yeah, okay. which that was kind of cool. I, I, I like that when like they do that. that in horror movies. Mm-hmm. When 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 the you know the people Fred actually killed them. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've always liked good. that. Yeah. So that, that was, was cool. Good. And the other girl gets killed with the um. Remember, she fucking kind of seduces the monster. She's she's hanging out by that fan. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'll do anything for you. And she's fucking hot. I mean, she's the hottest <laughs> chick in the film. In the film. Right. So. And then, um, actually, what does happen? He, oh, I know what happens. Here's what I don't get. He gets closer to her. All of a sudden, she reaches back, and she has some type of dagger or some type of... Where the fuck did that thing come from? Uh, I guess, who knows? Maybe she took it from that little boy's room. <laughs> fuck. The, the fucking... The, the weaponry that that kid has. Who knows? She probably had a chain mail uh, mesh underneath her fucking shirt. There you go. She came prepared just in case. They're high. They're fucking paranoid. Let's bring a weapon in here just in case (laughs) some shit should go down. My dagger, you know, because people (laughs) use daggers all the time. (laughs) So whatever the fuck it was, she stabs him in the back when he's getting closer and wants to romance her. And then what the fuck does he do after that? He kills her. I I think he just strangles her. I think you hear a neck snap, which I thought was kind of cool. I hope I'm not wrong. But I do remember some type of... Next snaps to me, they, they always kind of resonate with me. I, I like that sound and when someone oh, yeah. gets killed by that, like, you know? It's like, a, it's like taking a carrot and then... <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a Foley artist in my, in my other life. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. So, yeah. so let me think. Who else got killed? So we're thinking of the one boyfriend. We know he got cut. He got hung. The girl gets killed with whatever, the, the broken neck. Then there's the other guy who's yeah, with I'm... her... I have no idea. I, you know, the, the you're right. That is kind of forgettable, isn't it? The last like twenty minutes, I really I couldn't even tell you what happened, honestly. And that and so I I watched this probably four days ago, and and it just didn't hold my interest throughout the whole thing. There's a lot of stuff that I liked, but by the time the you know, the actual, uh, you know, killing and stuff like that starts, the the action of it, I just kind of tuned out. And, and I, I'll give you that because that isn't groundbreaking shit and it's run-of-the-mill paint-by-number slasher shit and it's just four people getting killed well three because we have the heroine and i mean i think that the atmosphere and the surroundings are definitely scary because randomly things pop up and you hear laughing and shit like that you're in a fun house to me to be in if you put yourself in that situation that's that's scary shit i mean not much scares me but i put myself in that situation and, and they're in that place they can't get out and all that shit's going on. You know, you're being pursued by these, you know, these two. And you know that one's a freak with a with two faces. That That's scary to begin with. And then you're in a, in a place where all this shit's popping up randomly. Freaking, you know, it's mechanical. But it still happens out of oh, nowhere. Yeah. It's yeah. jump scare shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I put myself in, in, their, in their, you know, in their shoes. And that's why it spooks me out. I'll tell you what. What do you think about the relationship between the father and the son? Does that remind you of another movie? Uh, it, well, the the one thing that comes to mind is Texas Chainsaw, 
with, thank you uh, that's yeah. what i was hoping for okay with, uh, yeah the sawyers and yeah the look what you did to the door yes the, yeah. exactly yeah. and that's toby hooper and I, I thought that was kind of i thought that was kind of cool that their relationship kind of mirrored the relationship between the older the oldest you know drayton and, and leatherface mm -hmm. in a way yeah. you know yeah oh absolutely i didn't even think about that until, until you said it Actually, yeah, actually, cool. you know what I did think about was the, um, is it the father, the, the, or is it, or is it the announcer guy outside? One of the, well, the, the guys in this movie reminds me of a character, uh, uh, out of Fight Club. You've seen Fight Club, right? Many, many times. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, when they're in the bar and they want to use the basement of the bar and yeah. there's, there's a guy there. Who's running the bar and he's telling everybody to get out? You gotta get out. Yeah, Lou. Yeah, Lou. yeah. No, 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 not Lou. The the other guy, who is like the bartender there, who's running it. He's got the big sideburns and the white hair. That's who the fucking father reminds me of. <laughs> I could not, You're I, right. I could not stop thinking about. It. Once he was on screen, I was like, man, I really want to watch Fight Club. I can't believe fucking wow, no shit. I can't believe you even made that connect because wow, all the times I've seen Fight Club, I never. Now, now that you've mentioned it, and I'm picturing these two guys. Yeah. They are similar. Yeah. Wow. But don't you think he did a great job when he was standing outside the funhouse? I mean, he oh, sold yeah. the park right when he's yeah, he was like, everyone great. else was happy and and doing their thing, and he, he was, was like real menacing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, <laughs> they might have hired him. They might have got. He might be a real carny. They might have got him from a real place. Yeah, they had a few real carnies in here. I mean, oh they, yeah, obviously the background yeah. people—they had to be. I mean, you're, mm -hmm. yeah. But I, I thought he was really good in his role when he was out there and his all the shit that he was saying. It, it was, it was, it was scary to me. You know, it sold it because I knew what was to come because I'd seen it before. But mm -hmm. you know, to me, he was scary. Uh, he did a great job there, and uh, you know, their relationship was good. But you know what? The final chase scene—I I, I hear what you say about in between. When all that shit's going on, and it's a little bit bland, and and I agree, it is. The only thing that saves it for me is the atmosphere and knowing that it's a scary looking freak. But I think the final chase scene is pretty good compared to most slashers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, I I'm already tuned out by then. I I really don't even remember what happened, unfortunately. <laughs> no shit. See, wow. this this movie to me is, I mean, they're doing all these remakes, but they remake good movies. You know, My Bloody Valentine, you know, Nightmare, you know, all this shit. It's like, I think they should remake this movie because I don't, sure. you know, they, I mean, you're right with the atmosphere and the location and stuff. There's so much that you can do with it. But for me, this, uh, this movie just doesn't sell it in a way. I think that they could remake this and be successful. I agree that that's, I, you know what? I've thought about that a few times myself, that they, that's mm -hmm. a movie that, that could be remade. See, movies like that. I don't mind them remaking them because they're not necessarily classics, you right. know. Remake something that's that's not well. Like my buddy Valentine, it's a classic to you know people like us, but mm -hmm. to to the average Joe, they never heard of the original My Bloody Valentine. Sure, yeah. Not that I'm waving a flag for that movie because I'm not, but uh, you know I, I can see that being done. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. definitely not making remakes for us. No, they're making them for. Uh, Seventeen-year-olds and shit like that. Oh, for sure. But how about that one scene with the girl, uh, you know, the heroine, whatever the hell her name is, that we can't remember names in this movie at all. Can you know anybody's name? I have no zero people. One person. Can you give me one person's name? Yeah, monster. 
<laughs> that I just gave <laughs> you because you told ago. me. Right. <laughs> so we have monster and no, neither of us and, know and, any 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 and character. Fortune name. teller. Right. <laughs> and the and the drunk magician. <laughs> right. Oh, wasn't that scene good though? Don't that you think was that was a good. good trick? That guy was that guy was drinking every two seconds. <laughs> it was a good ass trick though. Could you imagine going into like a little carnival like that? You don't suspect something that cool in a freaking a little carnival where oh, no, absolutely you know, not. hey is there a doctor in the house and the lights go on and you think the girl really got whacked and right. hey it's my daughter it, that was kind of cool i thought no that was cool i would have loved that yeah oh yeah i'm glad you brought that up because i thought that see little shit like that uh, adds to the atmosphere it, mm-hmm. it seems kind of genuine like it's a real carnival and you know a lot of movie a lot of times movies are made and you're like oh that didn't really feel like you know the setting that it's in yeah you're right you know i if they did remake this, they would have glossed over um, yes. a lot of that and just gone straight to the action. So, See? So yeah, yeah. Right. I couldn't agree more. That, that's what I'm saying. This movie is definitely about atmosphere yeah. as far as that goes, and it, it, it's unmistakable. They, they did it well. But uh, the, the one scene when the girl sees her family on the outside and she's behind the fan oh, and they yeah. can't hear her. That's good. That's dramatic. I mean, that's scary shit. They're right there and she's reaching out to them and she's trying to call, hey, hey, guys, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And, you know, they can't hear her because of the fan. I mean, that's, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that reminds you of Twilight Zone, the movie, which I'm a big fan of. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. but Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. when he's waving, guys, I'm here. And yeah. he's in the freak, he's going away to the concentration camp. Yeah, yeah, that part and, always freaked me out. Yeah, it's cool. You know, it, it, it it's something that stays with me after the movie. Uh, that's a cool scene. But you don't remember the final scene at all, the final chase. No. You don't remember <laughs> the freaking. <laughs> you don't I remember mean, when she's running away and that ladder drops all of a sudden. She's sitting there and she's she's below and um, she goes actually she goes in his room, you know where him and his father live. And she shuts the door, and all of a sudden, it's just like Jason in part two. The freaking hand comes out and comes through the door and freaking starts to unlock the knob. And she runs, and then she goes in this little back door. She goes downstairs, and, you know, at least to the below area. And now she's there, and all this shit's going off, like these little steam things and electronics and noises and shit. So she's freaking out. This freak is chasing her. Then all of a sudden, she's there, and this ladder drops out of nowhere. Boom, and you hear the thud. And freaking, sorry, I just smacked, you probably heard that on the mic, but she freaking <laughs> smacks the ground, and next thing you know, this fucking freak jumps right down, and he's right in front of her. And what does he do when he sees her? He shrieks. He looks her right in the face, and he goes, <laughs> That's fucking scary to me. You know, some freak, some two-faced thing looking you dead in the eye, pursuing you, mm-hmm. and he looks at you, and he screams? You don't think that shit's scary? I didn't this time, no. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I guess not, because I don't even fucking remember it. Fuck, you know what? Uh, when I first watched the movie, the only thing I really took from it was that chase scene at the end and right. the fact that this freak was... Uh, I put myself in her shoes like I do in like you know some of the Friday the 13th movies and Halloween, and, and that's what you know that's what makes it scary to me. I put myself in her shoes, and it... It definitely freaks me out because it's this freakish looking. If I even saw that guy walking down the street or anywhere, I'd be afraid of him. Me personally. It's just fucking oh, sure. the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, now, exactly. You know, this guy's already killed all your friends and you're the you know, you're the lone survivor. That that old classic slasher plot, you're the last person and no one's gonna help you, and it's you you have to escape this person or you're dead. 
And not just that he's chasing you, but then, you know, he, he meets you face to face and he screams. And fuck, I mean, that's just, who the fuck does that? <laughs> you know? <Well>, carnies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, carnies. The carnival lifestyle. <laughs> right? It's fucked up. And that that's all I took the first time I saw it was that. That the, the final chasing and him screaming always kind of yeah. fucking rubbed me. Run me the wrong way. Well, the right way. I mean, it, I, you know, I got off on it. It was like, wow, that's did, fucking Did you scary. pay $100 for it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sure>. Very good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, uh, cool. What would you, what would you rate this movie then overall? One through five. One through five. I will give it a three. Three. Okay. Yeah, mm. I'm not gonna go too crazy. I liked it more than you, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not gonna say it's something that it's not. I, it had its scenes that I enjoyed. The chasing was good. The the, the freak shit scares me. So you know, it, it that holds weight with me. So yeah, I'll give it a three. Hmm. All right, I give it a two and a half. I guess I'll steal your two and a half from Motel Hell because it's like I didn't hate it. You know, like you said, the atmosphere, location, it's all good, but by the time stuff starts happening i'm just i kind of tuned out so i can't really say that i liked it no i understand you know what i wanted to ask you there's something that's been bothering me for years for years and that just has to do with this movie but just in general about uh freak shows or or fun houses and i'm hoping that you can enlighten me that fucking mr wazell is gonna freaking you know do something here that that no one's i've asked you know Women, I've dated this question. I've asked people this question many times. And all right, it, I got the answer. All right, I hope so. That'd be fucking fantastic. What a great start to the show. But <laughs> this is something that I've never understood, and I've seen it in several movies in different situations, and it shows up in this movie. First of all, at the end of the movie, that little boy, no, it happens to the little boy earlier, but at the end of the movie, when the girl finally gets out, she looks up and at the top of the house, at the house, at the top of the fun house, there's that electronical fat lady. Right. And she's laughing. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. Then she slows down. And, you know, to me, that's a little bit scary. Whatever. And, and she moves earlier for the kid. And that's also scary. And the kid had a lot of scary shit happen, you know, throughout the movie. But the, whatever. That's, a, that's another story. Anyway, um, here's what I want to know. Why is a fat lady in a freak show? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? You've seen like cartoons and different shows and shit. Uh, like, what the fuck does a fat lady have to do with a freak show at all? And why is she always laughing? Because <laughs> she's jolly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's a jolly fat bitch. What does that have to do with being a freak? Well, why is that a freak? Why is it never a man? I, here, here's the deal. You're looking at it from a. 21st century eye bulbs and <laughs> and you know uh, that the whole traveling freak show you know and the fat lady thing is probably you know we're we're, we're a fatter <laughs> fatter world these days so sure. it's not as freaky i guess maybe maybe a a morbidly or obese person was was freak you know freaky back in the day i guess i don't know so you think that's it it's just a sign of the times that why is it never a man i mean i can see the bearded lady yeah that's fucking freaky i don't want to see that shit that bothers me too but a fat lady and they're always laughing and they're always in this big fucking moo moo type thing 
you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not nuts, right? You've seen this before on like cartoons, no, abs- other absolutely. movies and shit. Absolutely. Okay, and the, what I've never got how that was a, a freak. Uh, because she ate the bearded lady. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you have a point about it being a different century and women back then weren't fat. Yeah. I, I guess it was just a different society. I don't know. I, I don't know. But, that I, you know, that's all. That's something I've always pondered. That's how fucked up I am. So <laughs> yeah. I've always pondered that. And then when I started this movie, I'm like, you know what? When I do the show... I'm going to fucking ask Wazell what's up with that shit. <laughs> Maybe you got the answer. Uh, I, no, unfortunately, well, I don't. You know, it's as good enough of an answer as anyone's ever given me, so that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can so, look at it. So, yeah, the the fat lady was laughing, and now the fat lady's singing, so uh, <laughs> we're going to get out of here and be back with something else. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, this is Matt from Banana Wazer, and I'm not here to make fun or talk about movies. I'm here to talk about something a little serious, and that's if you're working for a traveling carnival, don't give hand jobs to a mutated carny. It might just end your life. All right, we are back, and thank you, Chuck D. That is right. This is the Terra Dome. Yes, exclamation sir. point, exclamation points. And uh, <laughs> what this is is that we're going to take uh, characters from your favorite movies, and we're going to pit them Head to head, maybe ass to ass. I don't know. And, <laughs> or ass to t- mouth if you're talking about <laughs> human centipede. You know. <laughs> We're gonna pit them head to head in the terror dome to uh, for a battle to the death, and we're gonna see who's gonna be victorious. Uh, this week, uh, since we did Motel Hell and Funhouse, uh, we're gonna have Farmer Vincent, and I guess his name is Monster. It's from true. Funhouse. It's Monster. <laughs> <laughs> the only person's name that we know. Right, correct. <laughs> We're professionals here. Shit. <laughs> All right. So I mean, let's just let's just start right off right off the top. I mean, with their physicality. Uh, c- clearly, the monster wins out in physicality, don't you think? You there's there's no way you can dispute that. Yeah, yes. it's it's undeniable. I mean, he's yeah. He's got the freak strength. He's got the retard strength. <laughs> right, he's a fucking like, retard. Like I said earlier, he's got he's got that Victor Crowley strength. You know, you know, maybe he was like a beta version of Victor Crowley. <clears throat> that right? monster guy was, yeah. Well, I'm sure Adam Green grew up watching the same shit we did, so oh, ab- absolutely. There's no reason why he wouldn't he might have based that idea off that and a combination of Borgies. Who knows? Okay. 
Well, so that that's that's a blow to to Vincent definitely because there's no way a six year old man is going to be able to compete with with somebody with fangs. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, right? All right. Then uh, okay. So then moving on, intelligence. I mean, intelligence is pretty pretty swayed one way as well, don't you think? That's for I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, you got you got a a mongoloid freak and, and then you have a guy who basically harvests humans and takes the time to do that so i think <laughs> he's got i mean they're both crazy that's don't get sure. me wrong they both got that going for him but uh i mean intelligence wise has to go to farmer vincent for that oh yeah yeah i, I don't know how much pool that's going to get him though no but i mean picture picture we're putting these two guys literally in a fucking dome and saying okay you two guys fight this is this this and this this is what we're gonna do go at it i mean mental state it probably would figure into the equation a little bit yeah yeah i mean yeah luke skywalker did defeat the rancor monster in that pit with the the giant bone i mean (laughs) so so. this is true (laughs) there's still hope for for I, I guess Vincent. Uh, oh sure, and there's more to Vincent, and we're gonna get into that next. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, shit, this this actually, on when you first look at them, you're like, well, you think it's obviously going one way, but when we really, you know, dive into the characters, and there's more to talk about. It's mm-hmm. it's a, I think it's closer battle than you know you might think at first glance. W- would you say that uh, Farmer Vincent has God on his side? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would definitely say that the monster does not have God on his yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. Cause poor he, bastard. He allowed him to be born. I mean, holy shit! <laughs> right? Fucking poor son of a bitch. Right? Fucking straight freak. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well. well and- <laughs> you also got to you also got to look at it like um, uh, Farmer Vincent. He's probably uh, maybe this is this is negative against him, but he's probably more relaxed because clearly that monster guy is not getting laid. I mean, he blew his load in two seconds. <laughs> uh, poor bastard! Right, right. So yeah. that, that might. What, what do you think? Is that more uh, pro monster or pro Vincent? Because the monster guy, he's going to be more wound up, and tense all the time. He's going to. He's got to take that aggression out on somebody. I, I think, I think that that that's a point for for the monster. Well, when you're looking at just brutality in in this big fucking Thor type creature, just with no brains coming at you, it makes him more you know angry and intense and you know he's fucking coming at you. But there is two sides to that. A guy that's getting laid, uh, he probably has better. You know, mental capabilities because he's getting laid. He's a little mm-hmm. bit more relaxed, and yep. if he's intelligent to be intelligent to begin with, the way we know Father Vincent to be. What I call him, Father Vincent. Yeah, oh, sure. You know. Sure, he's guest starring in The Exorcist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Father Vincent? What the fuck? Well, the Farmer. power, the power of Christ is compelling him to kill people. So. <laughs> Holy fuck, Farmer Vincent. He's already has the intelligence on him. Uh, maybe the fact that he's getting laid by a fucking a girl half his age who's not too bad looking. Yeah, maybe right. that maybe yeah. he makes better decisions. Cause think about it when when you're getting laid, don't you think that 
you know, your mental capacities are better. Yeah, you're, you're, you're angrier when you're not getting laid. You have a little more rage going on, sure. But does fucking blind rage, how much does that help you in a fight compared to intelligence? That's, I mean, that, that's a debate in itself. I, I know when I don't get laid for about a week, I have to go out and kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'll give you that. I, I think, yeah, not getting laid is a lot worse. So I guess the edge would have to go to the monster. Rage yeah. fucking take over. I mean, <laughs> yes. he's never getting laid. I mean, not that he's, just, not that he's in a dry spell. Dude's no. never gotten laid. Yeah. And, and he finally had a shot to get laid. The fucker couldn't even wait. He just and fucking. He literally blew it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In more ways than one. Yeah. Absolutely. Poor bastard. And then got taken for his money. So and he and then pissed his father off. Oh, the guy's got a fucking a a, a damn fucking grocery list of problems. Yeah. Oh, he's pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right, so uh I mean, then you got to look at uh well, I would say weaponry, but I mean well, yeah. Do do either of these guys? Oh shit! I'm forgetting the most important part. Farmer okay, Vincent has cha- chainsaw. Holy shit! Yes, with a pig mask on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. if he if he's allowed to use the chainsaw, does he have to put the pig mask on? Is that uh, like basically assumed? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, judges, judges. Yep, yep. He's got to yep. wear the pig mask. Yep. I agree. I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> now, does the pig mask hinder him? Because well, think about it, if you put a pig mask on, unless you cut the eyes out, which I I, I don't believe he did. Yeah, he's first not of all, we never shit. even touched upon that in fucking in the Motel Hill review. How the fuck could he have seen? He has a pig mask on. <laughs> did you see any slits cut at all? I can't believe we're not even thinking about this till now, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he wasn't seeing. He was blindly swinging. So I he's think. blindly swinging, but he has a chainsaw. Think about that. That I tell you what, this it's not as obvious as it looks. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. I don't know. I think we See? might have to give the give the point to the monster for that. See one. the intangibles. Yeah. See. And, and he's he's basically weaponless. I mean, he's just got the got his physicality. Maybe a noose. He's carrying that around. I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's it. I mean, who does he actually kill? We don't remember how he killed the girl in in the movie. Well, the girl stabbed him. And we don't remember how the fuck he killed him. Uh, he used a noose once. Uh, we don't remember how he killed the guy. <laughs> right, yeah. the second to last guy. We have no fuck. He threw the he threw the fucking whore, uh, the palm reader, in, into electricity. And I think he did a similar thing with a guy, actually. I can't be positive. Don't fucking quote me on it. But I think it was similar. Right. So the only weapon he could bring to the table is those fucking nasty hands mm-hmm. and, and a noose. And his teeth, and he—I guess he could fucking drool all over you. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna—he's gonna clog up your eyes, and you can't right. see with his fucking he's gonna, drool. He's gonna fucking drown your ass. I don't know. Huh. All right, so wow, oh. okay, this yeah, is going, this is going a lot differently than I thought. It's already—he right. already got uh, uh, three. Uh, three points for the monster and one point for Vincent, just for <laughs> the intelligence factor. Yeah, that's all he has. You're right, right. Mm. Huh. I think I think that's. I mean, what else you got? I think that might be a clear cut case right there. I don't think there's anything else. The thing that, here's the one thing Vincent has going for him: the monster isn't too bright. So even right. if a blind man is coming at you with a chainsaw, think about if you were to fight a guy 
you know, and he has fucking, uh, let's say he's coming at you with a chainsaw. You have no weapons at all, but he's blind. Do you think you could defeat him with your hands? With all the <laughs> uh, rage in the world? Uh, he's blind? Yeah, I think I can. I mean, I'm, I'm envisioning Michael Myers just aimlessly swinging. <laughs> at the end of part two? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like... It's like she they could easily slink away. It's like he had no idea what was going on. I I think yeah. I think he, it's if tough. he's if he's blind and just and, and here's the other thing too. He can't hear anything cuz a fucking he's got a chainsaw going. He's got a fucking mask on his head. <laughs> he can't see, he can't hear. This guy's fucked. You know what? You're right. Have you ever worn a, a a costume on Halloween like a mask that didn't f- quite fit you right and and like walk down the street on fucking Halloween night trick or treating or whatever and just you know, you wear the mask because you think it's cool, but it's a real fucking big hindrance. And, and you're really, compared to everyone else, you're not really having a good time. You're happy because you got the mask on, but you're really not um, in the moment. You can't yeah. see shit. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, no. But oh, it's happened I, to me several because times. Because I always, I always choose to go for a maskless costume based on that. Because I don't want to be on, I mean, I'll dress up as a lady before I put a mask on. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? You don't go out. Of, you 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 haven't gone on Halloween with a fucking Jason mask on or a fucking Michael or any of that shit. Nope. Wow. I mean, I I'll dress up. Don't get me wrong, but wearing right. a mask over my head? No, I will not do that. I've worn it, fucking more masks than I care to admit. I've worn more masks than fucking Leatherface. You can. <laughs> you, you, you know, then you gotta lift it up every time you want to drink a beer. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, listen, it sucks. It, it sucks, but for, but it's Halloween night. It comes once a year, and I'm all about that fucking shit. Yeah. Like last year, I went as Michael Myers. For the first time ever in my 40 fucking years, cool. I went as Michael Myers, and I took my daughter. From the remake? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I somehow I found an old-school mask, which looked pretty damn good considering, for like 12 bucks at fucking at Rite Aid. It wow. was the the strangest thing. I just kind of came across it. And at the, at the time, it seemed like a great idea. I'm like, you know what? Because, you know, you look at Myers masks, and most of the time they look like shit. I mean, yeah. let's face it. You, you don't see any that look like Shatner that have the, the the part one look to them. This one looked pretty good. The hair wasn't perfect. It never is. And I said, you know what? For 12 bucks, I'm going to wear this fucking thing. <laughs> so I did. And, of course, it was cold like it is every fucking Halloween in Buffalo. So, you know, and my but my daughter saw it, and she said, you got to do it. You know. But, yeah, she was sick. She's like, yeah, be Michael. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> well, you so, know, that's just good parenting. Oh, yeah, it's great. I'm fucking top-notch. So, <laughs> so I wore this Michael mask, and I'm walking with her, and she's doing... And by the way, she was fucking Ghostface from Scream. So, what? <laughs> yes, my little daughter. It's great, because you see her in her fucking fur... Or was it kindergarten? Her kindergarten picture, you see all these children... Dressed up in all their little things what? and whatever the fuck. And my daughter has freaking ghost face on as her mask. All right? Wow. That's now, awesome. hold, don't get me wrong. She's never seen it. Oh, she doesn't okay. know. She, I don't let her watch the movies. The only I made the mistake of showing her Poltergeist last year, thinking maybe she was at the age that oh, she could handle it. No, what? Because that's from well, a point of view from of, of a child. Of course. Well, it was PG, man. I go, what am I? Oh, gonna... and you got that fucking clown, dude. Oh, well, the clown. God. Guess what? Nothing bothered her. The really? only thing that bothered her, honestly, we're watching the movie, and at some point towards the end, she starts crying a little bit, and I said, "Baby, what's the matter?" She said, "Is the little girl gonna come back home?" Oh gosh. So that bothered <laughs> her. The fucking ghosts. The clown, none of that shit fucked with her at all. I mean, my, me and my ex-wife, that's, 
we were both huge horror fans, and she came up knowing the monsters, not from watching them. I, I used to have a really yeah. good collection. So she knows Freddie and Jason and Michael and all that shit by name. And she's always been a little bit attracted to scary shit, just like her parents. So it kind of makes sense. So, yeah, so she had the screen mask on, and she said, be Michael. And I was Michael, and I'm walking around. I mean, just last year, I can't see a fucking thing. And, you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can and hold my daughter's hand and walk around. And I'm trying to stay in character just by keeping the mask on. You know, but that wasn't the first time it happened, and I don't think it's going to be the last time. You know, that was more brilliant than you know because it was, it, it, you know, Michael Myers is really like the father, you know, to Ghostface and, and all that, you know, generation. Oh, now you're thinking fucking too deep, see? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's true, though. It is. There's Michael who started the whole fucking thing, and there's Scream, there's Ghostface, and they, you remember how they used to. You know, remember what the, all that shit they did at the end of Scream 1 with Michael yeah. and blah, 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 that whole story. So, yeah, how about that? But that's what happened, and I couldn't see shit. But I left the mask on, my daughter was happy, and I did my thing. And, you know, she's never seen Scream. All she's seen is the cover of my Blu-ray and looked at it, and, Daddy, what's that? That's Ghostface, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, When Halloween rolls around, I want to be Ghostface. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and... Fucking we roll. I think this year she's going a little more girly. We'll see. She's really into the fucking Little Mermaid right now, so she might go with Ariel. But she's been a devil. She's been Ghostface. So she's done some shit. You know, she's she's her daddy's. Do- well, both of her parents were both into horror. So yeah. Anyway, I digress. But uh, <laughs> having yeah, so, a mask on, it, it, it's tough to do. Yeah. So I think I think it's clear in this battle to the death that uh, the monster is going to be victorious over Vincent. He's going to. Maybe rip him in half. That that's what that movie needed. It needs some some a disembowelment or a, or some limbs being ripped off by that guy. I'll tell you what. Yes, if they would have had gore in it, yeah, it would have been a much better film. And you yeah. know what? Toby Hooper really never does have gore in his movies. No. Yeah. So the I kills mean, not not at all. And I and I like Toby Hooper. I mm-hmm. you know you got TCM and you got two and you got Funhouse which I liked and, and Poltergeist and I even liked fucking um, the Toolbox Murders remake. It didn't bother me. It wasn't great, but I didn't mind it. Eaten Alive, I confess I've never watched it. So yeah, I haven't seen that either. Crocodiles and fuck what alligators, whatever the fuck they are, <laughs> they just don't interest me. They don't scare me. Yeah. A true face man scares the fucking but, shit. Yeah, yeah, you you have a, a freak, you know. <laughs> that scares me more than anything. A guy with fucking two faces, fucking forget about it. But an alligator, a crocodile, all that shit does nothing. Doesn't <laughs> I don't care how big their teeth are. They just don't scare me. <laughs> all right. So, I guess that that kind of finishes that uh monster is definitely victorious. He's the winner. Yeah, monster. Right on. And and who knows? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah, we're all cheering for. Yeah, he's, you know, he's got to get something out of his. Yeah, a boy, fuck yeah! He didn't even get laid, poor bastard. Give him sucks. something. Yeah, so that's that. All right, assholes. Well, that was it. That was banana laser, and uh, uh, and we had fun. I hope you had fun too. Uh, me and Dave Z, uh, we are here to please. So that's it. Uh, Dave, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. It's fucking, yeah. it's been a great time, and hopefully all the shows are as good as this one, because I, I had a blast, man, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a fun time, too. And uh, we'll see you guys next time, and until then, thought to ponder, do you think they're into animals? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> See ya. Later, haters.